Hey, how you doing? My name's Greg Knapp, and this is Leading Well in 7 Minutes or Less, and we're joined this week by Bay Meadows Campus Pastor, Seth Stone. So let's just start with getting ready each week. How do you prepare to lead your disciple group? You start preparing by prayer, praying for the people in your group, praying for uh, the discipleship journey of those people. And then the second is just, I prepare by like sitting in what we're going to be talking about. How's it been affecting me? Uh, I heard one time someone say, you can't lead others where you're not going. And so if I'm walking into disciple group and go, I haven't listened to the sermon. I haven't looked at the curriculum. I haven't looked at myself first. I don't think I can lead others. So I take time and look inward before I walk into the room and start looking around the circle. Yeah, all that sounds awesome. Do you do anything like think to yourself, okay, with my group, these are the questions I know I want to hit, or or how do you look at the curriculum before you get started? Yeah, so I totally am looking at the questions in correlation with my group. Where What have we been talking about? What are they going through? Look at choosing the questions I think are going to best make my group think about what God is doing. And so there's sometimes if I go in and there's, you know, four questions, I'm not going in with the goal of asking every single question. I'm going in with the goal of what is going to help my group take the next step on their spiritual journey. And so sometimes it might be, we're going to hit all the questions. Sometimes it might be, Hey guys, we're going to ask one question and we're going to go around the circle and each person's going to walk through this question. I look at the curriculum based on who's in the group and what is happening in their lives. Again, it's about knowing your group because there are some people so introverted that you don't want to call their name because they're just not ready for that and it's going to be bad. But there are other people that are good with you calling their name, right? And so you just kind of need to know your group, how to get everybody involved. Maybe some people you have to talk to outside a group and say, hey, I'd really love for you to contribute next week. Do you think you can? That kind of thing. You just got to know your group. Yeah, and I, I even talk with people who are like, oh, please don't call me. I say, hey, when I call you, I'm not calling you to give me the right answer. I'm just calling me to, calling you to give me what you're thinking about. And I tell them that ahead of time because here's the thing. Sanctification process is not just for extroverts. Sanctification process is for all people. And the way we've decided to do church is we have weekend gatherings and then we have disciple groups. And so I need to help all people engage in disciple groups. Now, if I know that this person is introverted and they like to think, I won't call on them as often to give them that space, but they know that I still will call on them from time to time because what they say, oftentimes after they've been thinking it through, is so helpful for the entire group. Amen. I've actually had a little code with a couple of my introverts where I'm like, hey, I know you don't like me to call your name, but like you said, Seth, I... I really, and the group really needs what you bring and we want you to participate. So my little code is I'm just going to lock eyes with you and do a little eyebrow raise. And that's me asking you. And they're like, oh, that's so much better. We are running out of groups for people to join. And it's because our groups are getting full. So we either need to make sure that we're making people inactive so we have more room who are not coming or they're full, which means we need new leaders and new groups. And I do believe we're at that point. What is your advice to a leader looking around their group, seeing that it's getting full on raising up a leader or two to start another group? 
the quicker you can grow in your sanctification process is helping other people grow in theirs. And sometimes that means like you're helping somebody become a leader. Sometimes that's telling a person it's time for you to be the leader and it's, that it's time for them to step up. Uh, there is always the multiplying groups feels like I have to say goodbye to my friends. No, you just are saying for one night a week, you should go lead a group and I can lead this group. And then you plan intentional time outside to continue to hang out with them. That's okay. It, it's an easy thing to do. Multiplying groups helps people one, take leadership roles, which helps them have to prepare and have to lead and have to help other people. And two, it gives that opportunity for people to join. The saddest thing that it can happen is when someone says, I want to join a disciple group. And we say, oh, we don't have any open right now. When a man walks forward and wants to join a men's group or a, a woman wants to join a women's group, and we go, sorry, they're all closed right now. We don't have room. We just put a roadblock in their discipleship journey. So helping people become leaders is the best way to make sure we always have enough spots for people to join. An easy way to do this is just intentionally plan on missing group a few times a year and asking someone to step up and co-lead. Because when they do that, the next time you go come to them and go, hey, what do you think about being a leader? They've already led disciple groups. Uh, I've saw this done really well in the first disciple group I joined here at the church. I just joined one. It was before I started leading one. It was awesome. And the leaders would intentionally miss a few and ask people to fill in. And now the people they asked to fill in have started their own groups. From their group, there are already three groups with people leading that at first didn't want to be leaders, but they just led a week. And their, and their first thought was, this isn't as hard as I thought it was. Perfect. Of course, you can designate somebody as co-leader to start taking attendance and then just say to them, I would love for you to lead next week. And if it's somebody that is really scared about it, I'll sit here with you. That's one way to do it. I do what you do, Seth, of just saying, hey, I'm just not going to be able to be here, man. Can you lead? Oh, I don't know if I can lead. Sure you can. Let me just walk you through it real quick. You're just going to do this, this, and this, and here's the curriculum. Oh, that wasn't that hard. Maybe I can do this. Beach Baptism is on Sunday, May 21st, and we're praying for God to bring over 700 people to publicly declare Jesus is their Lord and Savior. Love for you to be a part of it. There's still time for you and your entire group to serve. The link with all the info is in the show notes. If you're not serving or being baptized, we're asking you to park at FSCJ South. We'll give you a free lunch and transport you in air-conditioned coach buses right to the beach. There's even room under the bus for all your gear. We love you like crazy. Be free.